the problem with Louis C.K., as it were, was that he was not horny enough. Serve your right to suffer. Serve your right to feel Serve your right to suffer. Serve your right to feel Because you're still living the day gone back and Serve your right to suffer. Serve your right to feel Serve your right to suffer Serve your right to feel That's why, that's why, that's why You can't keep trying Real talk for a moment. Uh, I once saw Louis C.K. perform on this stage, and I think like many of you, I was really taken aback when the, uh, the whole scandal happened with Louis. See, I've always believed that you must separate the art from the artist. And then I had to read about how Louis C.K. whipped out his dick and masturbated in front of woman after woman after woman after woman, and I was like, whoa. What a performer. <laughs> I, I, I can barely execute a PP at the Rose Bowl. That's my time. If you fucking hate stand-up comedy, and yes, that was me doing it for the first time in January 2020, right before the pandemic. But if you fucking hate stand-up comedy, I do not blame you. Nobody knows exactly how it happened. But seeing the word comedian appear in a social media bio has suddenly become like seeing pronouns in bio or vaccine team in bio. It means that if you scroll a little bit down, you might hear something like this. A guy that I slept with while I was in college got back together with his ex right after we slept together. And not only did he get back together with his ex right after we slept together, they just got married on a plantation. So I was not enough to liberate this white man from generations of colonialism. And listen, when you're a woman of color sleeping with white men, that's those are the stakes every single time. Okay? My grandma told me when I was young that like when you're making Indian food for a white person for the first time, you can't make it too spicy. And that's because if you do, Instead of finally seasoning their food for the first time, they're going to go running back into the arms of a white supremacist whose idea of a spice cupboard is salt, pepper, and breadcrumbs. So. The song of a girl who grew up watching Tina Fey or Lena Dunham and then read a Jezebel article and thought, one day, maybe I can cancel her. Really weird how hordes of humorless babies rushed the gates of comedy over the last decade. But... Even among real comedians, something has been off for quite a while. Especially since 2016, when Orange Man Bad was branded a Nazi for telling jokes, funny jokes, comedians should have realized 
their entire existence was being Nuremberged. They should have done what black Americans did when Hillary Clinton enacted a little race play against Obama in the 2008 primary. Put aside your suspicions and stand up, at least in spirit, for someone who, globally, if not nationally, is one of your own. The impulse to avoid politics, all good, all fine, uh, normally wise, but it's no excuse when the mere practice of your craft has been politicized and targeted for destruction. The war on free speech didn't start in 2016, of course, but 2016 is when comedians officially pussed out. Either they became CNN court jesters like all the late-night shows, or they receded behind the fakakta notion that you can't do satire in this day and age, oh ho ho. The hammer of poetic justice did not take long to strike. In 2017, it struck Louis C.K. Louis C.K. got canceled for the crime of being horny in the presence of women. His horniness had allegedly discouraged some comedians from continuing their careers in comedy. But instead of getting a Presidential Medal of Freedom for this accomplishment, he lost everything. Even the release of his pretty good and timely feature film, I Love You, Daddy. Things only got worse from there, until in 2020, live comedy became illegal. The ultimate poetic justice for pussies. The manufactured insanity of 2020, the serial witch hunts and censorship campaigns and public hysteria spectacles, obviously begged for subversive rebellion. But did we get any subversive rebelling from comics? No. We got Joe Rogan moving to Austin. Austin, Texas. I'm going to say the same thing I said about Joan Didion. You do not leave L.A. in the middle of an apocalypse. If you deign to be the Holy Spirit of any region of show business, you do whatever it takes. Fortify your compound, raise an army of Mexican angels, take dancing lessons, whatever it takes, and stay right the fuck in the valley where you belong. You don't run off to join the tech bros and comic book baristas to keep Austin weird. We needed rebellion, but what did we get? From most professional stand-ups, all we got was endless hours of podcast blather about stand-up, about the store, about, oh man, remember the night Kennison went up there and poor Cholula and a baby and it killed. Too much shop talk, too little shop. It's not easy to come off as douchier than magicians, always jealously guarding their little homosexual secrets. But comedians somehow managed to pull it off. In the public eye, comedians are now officially bigger assholes than magicians. A smarter move might have been to learn a thing or two from the warlocks and preserve a little mystery about your craft by shutting the fuck up about it. Now, to fill the void we saw the rise of new online comedians, ostensibly being edgy, mocking the craziness of both sides. We had high hopes for these edgelords, but their edgy 
turned out to be edgy with a twist. Their edgy was safe edgy. Less Lenny Bruce, more Chuck Edward Cheese. Their jokes were confined to angles and topics that seem spicy, but are in fact invariably free of political consequence, or safely laundered from any subversive origins and neutered to avoid any real offense. A list of such topics includes Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein Island, Jelaine Maxwell Epstein, Pedophilia, Philadelphia, Pizzagate, the Clintons, Israel, the Holocaust, 9-11, JFK, UFOs, Elon Musk, and for whatever reason, Bitcoin. Yeah, I did a show last week for a bunch of teenagers. And these kids carry on today, you can't tell boys from girls. I mean, the girls that wear slacks, fellas let their hair grow. I was talking to someone yesterday, look at that teenager, what's that, a boy or a girl? He said, that's a boy, that's my son. I said, sure, you knew you're his father. He said, I'm not his father, I'm his mother. <laughs> a comedian's job is to make you laugh. He can do it with truth or with lies. He can do it with silly, stupid noises. It really doesn't matter. Laughter is an end in itself, as we seem to acknowledge every time we try so damn hard to bring laughter to a baby. But our times do call for a little truth, and if you're going to assume the mantle of truth-teller, you really can't half-ass it. You have to double-ass it. You have to triple acid, honky-tonk, mondo acid, at least if you expect to win my love. All ass, no crack, no slim little cracks that you can hide in for plausible deniability, no little trans ghost friend named Daphne or Fapney or their mutual pal DeClapney who grants you special immunity to joke about gender stuff. And then on top of everything, there was the sudden death of Norm MacDonald, my favorite, uh, the only stand-up who has ever made me lose consciousness for a full hour in person, the only stand-up who broke the extremely ephemeral boundaries of the form. If you never saw Norm live at his best, you can at least appreciate his comedic existence over hours of talk show clips on YouTube, and you might even notice the wild fact that his topical news jokes on Weekend Update from the 90s are funnier today than they were at the time. Norm had enmeshed himself so deeply in the fabric of reality that a few years ago he even expressed my actual sexual orientation as a bit on Larry King's show. I'm a deeply closeted gay guy. No kidding. Well, I'm not coming out, though. Wait a minute. What are you revealing here today? I'm, I'm not revealing anything. I'm saying I'm deeply closeted. Well, that means you're gay. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. Why would I say that? I'm deeply closeted. No, but I... So, I can't use that gambit anymore. I now have to describe my sexual orientation as Al Pacino in Cruising, if he never found the killer. Norm, of course was the only major figure who had the balls to defend Louis C.K. and Roseanne, suggesting they had suffered more than their so-called victims. As a result, his beautiful Netflix show got canceled, and then two years later he died when it turned out he never told anyone about the cancer he had for 10 years, which is even more transgressive than anything else he did. But anyway, this is not a adventure about Norm. It's about Louis. It's just that 
Norm's shocking departure, sandwiched between the void of the lockdowns and the canned Chappellian controversies of Ha Ha October, made me all the more nervous to see Louis C.K. again at the Long Beach Terrace Theater, the very same location where I last saw him right before he got canceled. Nobody gives him credit for this now because they're pussies, but Louis C.K. is the reason the culture started caring about stand-up again, after decades of irrelevance. He's the reason I started caring about the form. I discovered him back when he was still an underground comics comic in the mid-2000s. His material stood out. He said the unsayable in a way that felt like news. Yes, this also means he started the trend of taking comedians way too seriously. And yes, his male feminism, overcooked in favor of every bitch and moan, now seems like it was totally on the wrong side, if the popular side, of history. Women are always right in Louis' stuff. No matter how fat, naggy, and annoying, he's always apologizing to them. But... As annoying as this is in retrospect, I think it was just a natural outgrowth of him being a fucking boob who blames everything on himself. There's a fundamental decency to Louis, but his news played to a far saner environment than the current one. I was uneasy about seeing him now. I wasn't sure how his comic decency would play in a time like this when only some people have reasons, and many, many others have nothing but ingested hysteria. The record of the night must speak for itself. I don't want to dub any editorial reflections. I'll just add one little thought. One little voice, one little thought. Perhaps what happened to Louis C.K. was a blessing. Perhaps that stuffy fur coat of liberal respectability had to be torn off so he could return to a place where the frailties of being a man can be lovable again and stood up for. Perhaps the only way for the Louis C.K. show to survive was by being forced back underground, where in these dark times it can vindicate such a night and such an adventure as this. Yes, we got it.
I'll try to record inside on my phone just in case there's a little, you know, non. Should we they're gonna be like, what are you doing with this thing? No, not with this, but on my yeah, this is I'll try to record. No, well, we'll just hide that. I'm gonna try to record. Are you gonna try to record? Okay, cool. But just for, you know, in case there's like a, a little clip that is nice. Okay, you got this, with this. Um, but there might be a, there might be a mask under your ass that I can use. Sure. That are, okay. If they require it. Oh, wait, there's one here. Mask inside, that would suck. Oh, yeah, that would suck ass. I, I'm assuming they're just gonna, like, make us do it in the blobby or something. Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, hold on. Here. Huh? No, I'm good for now. I'll... What, is it sativa? Okay. I'll take a hit. What the hell? What a beautiful day, though. It's nice. Dude. It was like 76 at the beach. The beach It is was like one of the nicest beach days of the summer so far. Where'd you go? Marina Del Rey. Oh, you were at the beach. That's nice. Are we close? Uh, it's like, it's a block up. So oh, we okay, that's up. That's not, it's hard to tell. Wow, we sn we lucked out with the parking. Uh-oh. It sounds like uh, we got some assistance here. The Long Beach Towers. Um, yeah, I mean, to finish the, the thought, I, I, I get... We're in this, like, twilight zone where people want to talk about all the bullshit that's going on, but they don't want to actually commit to to, to to getting at the truth. And like, that's why I feel, and that's what I feel the Chappelle special was. I feel like it was a cop-out. I feel like it was safe. I mean, it's obviously safe. The whole thing, the whole rollout, the whole, the, the preordained controversy, all of it. And just like the, the rebounding back to it's all about Whitey was a safe, 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 safe dirtbag kind of, you know, don't steal home, don't steal third base, just like, just, you know, make a little noise on the base, base paths, try to distract the pitcher, but you're not actually going to steal shit. And that's how I felt about it in, in general, and I, I, I can elaborate all the other problems I had with it, but that was like the genre of it to me. Um, and... That's why I'm curious what Louis is going to do. I'm curious what he's going to talk about. Now that his, his bullshit is out of the way, and, you know, we've got a year of pandemic that has transpired since his last thing came out. And it's noted that, like, this sold out pretty quick, right? This oh, whole yeah. tour sold out. And uh, I looked on StubHub for at other cities and stuff, and, like, they're expensive tickets. Where so are performing next? He was here three, he's here like three nights in a row, I think. Like yesterday, tomorrow. Then he's an Oxnard, or am I confused? Ah, uh, yeah, he is an Oxnard, where I was about to see him one time. Actually, I bought tickets to see him one time, and, it, and I think I had to burn it or sell it or something, because I couldn't go. Uh, there is a place, yeah, there's like a performing arts center or some shit in Oxnard. I mean, so, so he's touring, he's like, he's, he's doing the Bob Dylan thing now, where he tours nonstop, which is exactly what he was doing before. 
and I'm totally about it, and I'm not like, you know, I'm, 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 he's obviously, he's obviously winning the race, because I cannot think of another comedian now that Norm is gone, and of course there's Chappelle, he's got the, Chappelle's got the, you know, the seal of approval from like the White House and shit, but, which is Netflix, like he's got the Obama, he's like the official Obama uniter, uniter, you know what I mean? And so there's obviously him. Like, who else even is there? I mean, yeah, uh, they have to tr- yeah. they have to wheel out fucking Hannah Gatsby, who nobody's even going to see anymore. Because why do we need another lesbian homeroom teacher in our lives, telling us what we can't do? And I think the big, I mean, the biggest comedians are the all the ones I think that you also don't like, like the Andrew Schultzes and the Tim Dillons and all. Right, that you guys, and you guys, the, the the guys that Joe Rogan is basically propping, like pr- uh, promoting. Yeah, I think yeah, those are the that's right. But to me, they're not. They don't like. I couldn't sit through Andrew Schultz. You know, I mean, nothing against him. He seems like a smart, bright guy. I would say he has. He, couldn't sit through his, his special. I, I would on say I, I don't know if he, he definitely. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think I watched. Ended up watching that, but like. I would say just from his podcast and like from his like stand-up clips, I would say he put on a better show than Chappelle. I mean that that very low bar though. For low me. bar, low bar because. But there is no comedy that's been, that has been really like mainstream. That right, has been that in my opinion that has actually subscribed to Twitter woke. Well, I don't. I mean, the Twitter woke stuff is 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 improv. It, like finds its manifestation in improv and Hannah Gatsby, and. And in like hacks or something. Yeah, like that. but like it's so. But that the thing is, the problem with Twitter woke, it's so fake and so off. It's like it shouldn't. Be, we shouldn't be talking about it. We at shouldn't all. be talking about and it. And that's my other problem with the Chappelle special is that it was basically addressing that. It was addressing the lowest hanging fruit. Right, 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 right. right. And I yeah, don't want to. Like, we, we, that's that's already a loss because that's already giving them. That's already granting them legitimate opposition to whatever being sane is. And that's already. That's I'm not. I'm not cool with that. No, it's right here, Armin. Up above, yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're. I, I, I'm not going to dispute anything in terms of like it wasn't very good. I just, I my only resistance. Is, ooh, Bob, Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward was here. Would, oh, Jan, coming up January. I forget what time. I don't know what month it is ever. Jay Leno. Jay Leno on April 24. Jarmenian genocide material. This is what next Malala. This gotta be next year. We can go see Malala, bro. Who is she? A, who is she? Malala. I mean, I know she's got an Arabic-sounding name, but like, is she a comedian? No, no, no. She's like the, she's the like girl a... that got shot in the head. Oh <laughs> yeah, that that yeah yeah. She comes out and she, like shows the scar and does. Like, oh god. That's the show. I have no idea. She, um, they should have done a combo with her and Bob Woodward. My big thing is just with the with the Chappelle thing is I just I'm very resistant to becoming the the Ouroboros and whatever. Like to me, it's it's. I won't call it a loss. I'll call it like, like, it's in the win category because in the end of the day, I generally agree with him. And even if it's like he's a he's addressing the lowest common denominator, the fact that it's it's not the other way is fine. But what about the fact that he is literally the only person who is allowed to speak for the side of sanity? There on a, a mainstream, on a mainstream platform like this, yeah, like this is no, no one else is getting this right now. No one else is getting twenty million dollars, yeah. and it, Netflix, like, 
But like the people, it doesn't mean that it isn't being consumed. You know, what I, mean, I mean, like it's on YouTube, it's in podcasts. It, yeah, it's 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 all very it's all sprinkled. I mean, there's obviously you know we know like there are pockets, um, which again, like another thing that hits me across the head is that other than Chappelle, and only and actually Chappelle only got this in the last few years. I feel like, but like Louis was the Louis was someone who, in a way, like crazily was a mainstream became a he was the most underground type before not the most but he was pretty underground he's pretty comics comic and then he became like really mainstream to the degree that like i would watch him with my parents yeah, he's the biggest comic in the world i think yeah he was considered the greatest i mean and he was also like emmy award winning plus Grammy he had all award that. winning yeah, yeah, yeah. he had all that and he full did, mainstream acceptance, full acceptance mainstream from the acceptance. left. He'd go on the Tonight Show with Jay. Well, he was, and that was his. I mean, the secret sauce as to why he became such a big, such a popular thing is because he was such a male feminist pussy cut. Like ultimately, all every one of every one of his episodes were about how women are right, and the fact fat chick is right. He doesn't get six minutes to talk about how she goes through so many horrible problems in life, such as guys who only want to bone her because she's a fat chick, not because she's a wonderful person inside. And like he, oh, he, yeah. he gave a he gave a thing to the trans issue that most people don't even know about because it was in Horace and Pete. Do you ever watch Horace no, and I Pete? No, I didn't. There's a whole episode. I think you probably have to hide that before no. we go in there. Oh yeah, I will. All right, well I'll just hide it now. Then we'll we'll because pick this you, up you're gonna later. You're gonna.
take him off doing I really couldn't like kind of make out the details of his face, which I've never had that problem with. I mean I couldn't make out the details of his face if you if uh, we were pretty yeah, far away. Yeah, yeah we were on top of it. wasn't that great. No, from our distance. Hopeless. That was great. I had a good time. Very fun. It's nice to watch comedy again. <laughs> it's been a while. By far this one. This would be more By far this one. If it, well, I mean, the Netflix one is the Netflix one is Dave Chappelle going, I got something really controversial for you. Yeah. <laughs> this one's like actually funny and yeah. comedy, <laughs> and it's the same topics. Yeah, cover the same shit. The same stuff. Yeah. Well, people call this more transphobic. This one is more. I mean, none of them are really dealing with trans issue. Either one. No, but what, what would it be called? It know? would be called transphobic just because, just because anything is called transphobic, right. right? So it's like, yeah, obviously, there wouldn't be a more, there wouldn't be a scale because they don't think in, you know, it's a no, binary. I think Chappelle would be. Well, Chappelle just made it the topic of his special. Yeah, he didn't touch on it. Very much. No, but he called himself a turf and like. Yeah, he he, right. he he used a few. He did J.K. Rowling reference. He did he, few, right. he pushed a few buttons, right? Whereas he was just making fun of the concept, this ridiculous concept, like, yeah, in a more meaningful way, in my he, opinion. He, yeah, he, yeah. And you said that Chappelle said, because I didn't remember this, but you said it especially called himself the goat. He said, some people will call me the goat. Yeah, he says, like, hey, people. He always says that. It's like, where did you get this idea like, that Chappelle's a goat? Yeah. What has he ever done His to His audience did it that. His audience, except based on what? Like, based on rumors about him going into a New York comedy club for three hours and doing a, what, like, a sit-down talk? Like, what's the, where did this come from? I've seen, like, the, the earlier specials were okay. They were good. Where did the GOAT thing come? Like, what's the GOAT David Chappelle achievement? Is it a sketch show? The Mark Twain Prize. Oh, yeah, the Mark Twain Prize. <laughs> where he literally gets the award calling him the official... The official award saying that he's a uh, I feel like that, when Mark I was in there, though, there was like a reminder of just like, oh, but Louis C.K. is not even getting his chance. Like, isn't this supposed to be a person that you would say is... Louis, obviously. Louis is way further up. It's way, it's not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. That was like comedy. That was like joke. That was actual Punch comedy. Line, but it was also, Punch yeah, but also comedy that addressed more substantively any of the issues that were brought up in the Chappelle thing. IMO. Have you seen Chappelle live? No. I haven't. But I'm just I've seen him now do ten specials and I hear about his three hour going up showing up at one AM. I'm guessing it's just him sitting down and doing his old, you know, black folks, white folks thing for three hours, like community uh, church organizing. I don't know, like I, I get it. Minneapolis and like people would yell stuff at him to talk about what like what was Was it uh, some of it was good, some of it was It was just like a podcast, okay. right? At that point. Um, not really a podcast, but it was a lot. It's hard to remember. It was, it was years ago. It was like 2014. I mean, no, it's probably like 2013. What I'm just saying is like that's, that's like a different... To me, Louie has that personality type where like... 
feel like it's okay for him. Like, I don't feel like that's why I say it wouldn't be considered transphobic or homophobic or sexist or anything. I always feel like he's like, yeah, he's making fun of this group back or the other thing. We all feel like we're on the same team. Like, I don't feel like he's degrading anybody, and he's always coming at it with like a, hey, I think these ideas are great, but I'm going to make fun of them. Still. Right. But are they great? I, to me, to me <laughs> it just question, feels right? like he's found a way to make jokes about those things. Well, that's, that's that was how his, I come. That's how it is. He has nobody to appease, though. Like he has nobody to like. It's not like he has to worry about whether or not a, a group likes him or dislikes well, him. Well, he's a, he's he's who he is, and like what who he is was, like a an old-fashioned Democrat who has to subscribe to all the progressive, like the laundry list of progressive things that are supposed to be good people opinions, which is that this is great and that's great, but he's going to bring, you know, he's also going to make fun of them, but he's still subscribing to the list. And that, that was like the old, and that's just who he is. Like, just because he's been canceled, he hasn't done the math of like whether anything canceled him other than luck or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't feel like he's changed his worldview at all. He's the same as he's always been. Yeah, he doesn't oh, hesitate yeah. to do masturbation jokes. Or, it's the same. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm going to still do, yeah. I will still do this, I will still do the safe agate, and I will still say, uh, you know, whatever. Like, he'll say what he said before. He's not going to give in to whatever the new generation's demands are. He would say, you know, when he went on the Open Anthony show, if he did a stand-up, he would say, like, the end or stuff like that. He's got to change He's changed it a little bit. He's I mean, yeah. I w- but I wouldn't put it past him to say the end word either. But he did. He said it pretty recently. In one of the I thought so too. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, he was. He had carte blanche. I could when be he wrong. I'm mean, just throwing boy. on a, Yeah. yeah I'm no, I mean, totally I'm trying to analyze him as well. That's why I wanted to record this. Which, by the way, it is recording right now. We don't have to include this part in it, but just letting you know, um, it's in my pocket. But that—that's what I was hyper interested in. This show for many reasons. That's what that plump did. <laughs> you touched my dick that time. Oh, did I really? Yeah. Wait, that was on this yeah, side. No, no, it's on oh, this the, side, but the, the middle, middle part is the dick. Wait, what? Yes. Christians Why is your have dick hard? On, in the middle. <laughs> I mean, it's always hard, you know. Louis made it hard. He was good. It was good. I was impressed because it got at the, at the beginning. He was doing like 20 minutes on like the pedophile thing, and I was like. That's another thing. Like that's become a safe. The pedophile thing has become such a pattern, and and now the Jews holocausting is also a pattern, which is great for me because I have a lot of Holocaust SNL, material. Right? Huh? Did he did a well. He did a flavor of it. Yeah, he did a bit on SNL. But this was twenty. Every comedian now has either got twenty minutes on pedophilia or Jeffrey Epstein, like small, medium, and big. It's like. We're starting to notice a pattern here where, okay, pedophilia is this like cartoon, safe, non-existing in real life subject that nobody actually reckons with in reality, you know? And so therefore, and yet it's considered taboo. And so therefore everyone's talking about it all the time instead of real problems, (laughs) I guess. Do you guys notice how gross that first comedian? Oh my God. Her like... Her, how dry her mouth was, and how she kept being like, I was mentioning that honestly. I thought she was doing it on purpose. It is so I thought that was like part of her dick. Don't think about it unless you don't want to come. No, I mean, first of all, she did. I like. I love how she did a joke that was literally 
from 9-11, like a 9-11 joke that one might have done on September 17, 2001. What was it? It's about the magic carpets. Or I don't know. What, um, no, not the magic carpets. That was recent. That was referring to the recent events. Yeah, sure. He had one that was like a literal throw. She was, she was like fine. Jokes. It was like, yeah, I, I like where you're going with that. We'll right. A couple more times. She's fine. I mean, it's just that. I think we're just like, I'm too old for that kind of humor to be. A magic carpet ride. It's not even like offended. It's just like. Did you like the second one? The Shane Gillis. I'm aware of him, even though I don't know why. I've heard him on Joe Rogan a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know that he's like, I know he got, he got fired from SNL, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For he like his special, he did this special he just released, which I thought pretty you pretty good. It's surprising. Is it good? I haven't watched. Best, yeah, that, but yeah, like you heard the best jokes from that. Right. Okay. So he's doing. It's his... pretty funny. No, it, I would say it's better than even. Yeah. He okay. had it's a full hour. It's pretty funny. I mean, he had some good stuff in there, but again, he had like, it was interesting to me that with his with his thing, it's how he literally got 10 minutes of laughs by repeating Donald Trump jokes with the aura of, well, you, you know, they weren't jokes. Yeah, like, or like they weren't like, can you believe, like, you know, crazy Donald Trump said this. They were jokes. They were jokes when Donald Trump said it. And they're jokes now that you're animating it with your with an accent and yeah, you're telling Yeah, I hate that part of comedy where I'm just like, when you do an impression of something word for word, verbatim, or something someone else did, I'm like, joke for Donald. This is not your joke. This why, is, why is everybody laughing? Yeah. You didn't write it. You didn't perform, like, you're performing it in his tone. Like, I also, it's just like, you can do whatever you want. But whenever someone's like, so today I was at the grocery store and this happened and it's like funny. I'm just like, you're just retelling a story. Like, what's the comedy? Well, if they, if they, if that's all they're doing is retelling a story, which in the case of Trump, that's what they are doing because he's literally tweeted something as a joke and they're just repeating that tweet. He didn't actually seriously suggest nuking a hurricane. It was a joke that well, like, his audience I'm laughed sure, at. I'm sure the Louis C.K. thing, he tells his things, his jokes and stories. But, like, he wasn't standing. I don't think he, like, me, I think he thought of, like, wouldn't it be funny if I'm standing here watching, like, a black woman peel a banana? I'm not talking about that. No, that's I'm, not. That's a fit. He made I mean, that's a I was talking about it. I wasn't talking about any comedian here tonight. Right, but I'm saying that's the difference between a good oh, comedian yeah, yeah, totally. who makes right. it sound like it's telling a story and a bad comedian who tells a story who thinks that's what these comedians do is just tell a story. Stories are so gay in general. Like when they tell the story, when they tell a story, you know, it's like it's always going to be because because it's so easy to t- tell which parts are exaggerated for comedic effect and Honestly, which parts yeah. are like real and then it's like in this twilight zone. Yeah. No. no, we're recording a podcast. We're just gabbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just using this the fine acoustics of the Long Beach Terrace Theater. Um, we got kicked out. That's good. We, we, closed the, we closed the room. I felt like, um, to some degree, I feel like I could sense that the first two comics had almost been coached by Louis on things. That wouldn't shock me. Like, I, really I want to be like, yeah. Yeah, well, I think, like, they're in that opportunity, and it's like, I can feel like, oh, that's kind of like a Louie joke that I feel like he told you, why don't you say this? Right. You know? Right. And to some degree, Shane Gills is doing a Louie impression. If you really, I think, rewatch that, I feel like he's doing an impression. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he admires him so much that he's, like, basically crafted his style after him. You know, That's like, same, which yeah. is the same thing. Like, I, because given his age, 
given like, because he's pretty young, right? Yeah, he's Shane Gillis. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason he's not. He wouldn't. This is my problem. It's like, if Shane Gillis is the next generation of a stand-up, then we're done. Well, that's that's exactly the problem. I don't see anything. And that's the way people talk. Yeah. The way people talk about it. It's like, he's pretty good. And it's like, well, there you go. That's the end of comedy. It's just as fast as you can digest it. So, like, oh, that's super to start. And then people maybe, like... What did that guy tell you when he came in? Which guy? Someone came in and was like, "Oh, my! F- I was writing you know, a note on my phone. It's my phone." Oh, sure. Like, I thought they knew you were recording. Like, hey, no, no. Like, they assumed that I was, but yeah, they didn't know what I was. Re- I was really. I'm not going to use anything that I recorded from his show, but the, the beginning. I might use the beginning part, the in, the bo intro. What's the big problem? What's the problem with that? It's like, huh? I'd love to hear it. Oh yeah, I'll send you the file. Yeah. I should have turned it off before I should have turned it off before we started chatting but whatever it's now like I'll, I'll just cut it off I'll just cut it off in the uh, I mean I've, I'm still on the same like file as when as the entire Louis set I, it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter it just would have been easier to slot it over and send it to you guys what's that? I love a hot dog or a banana. When you talk about a banana, I just like I want to. It's eat like a I got, yeah, I got, I gotta say, it's like, it's it, sometimes it's not ideal to have a sh- to be on shrooms because you lose focus, and like so he says something shiny object, and yeah. you just start thinking about that yeah. and like imagining it. I lost, I definitely zoned out a few places, just like on. Oh, in, is that what happened? To that me, it happened. happened. It happened to me. I had a thought, and I like could not. I it like yeah, I like went off, and then I was like, oh wait, I'm at a show. <laughs> I'm always zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to the uh, L.A. Phil Harmonic today. And it was oh, nice. much harder to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we would zone out anyway. You could zone out. Yeah. 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 I mean, it. I don't think I would have zoned out at all in this show, but still being like not right up in his grill, not like right under him, and being at that distance, it's easy to just like think about something, you know. Yeah. Well, it's just better. The reason that Louis, I think, is a good comic is he is not stopping telling jokes, you know? Right. It's like, oh, great, yeah, that's right. You go to stand-up because people make, they surprise you every 30 seconds with a funny joke. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like you don't go to a concert to, you don't go to a concert to see someone, like, do, like, like, tell you a recipe or, like, to see someone, like, you just, like, you go to a concert for fucking music. You don't go to a concert, it's like somebody's going to bring out a canvas of art to show off while, you know, that, which, that's how I feel every time. But even there is some sort of innovative stand-up. You know, I haven't seen a single innovation that's better than being funny for an hour, non-stop as much as you can. Like, what, what's better than that? I mean, stand-up, it's all, it's all just, let's talk, let's make it a lecture, or let's make it a conversation. Or let's make it, I don't even know what else, a, a one-man show, a play. Let's make it a play where we can do dramatic moments. Great. That's what we need. There's more dramatic moments. I haven't seen anything else. Maybe you guys have. I don't know. They went to the UCB show. Oh, my God. The Yard? Did you go? Yeah, I went. How was that? Uh, let's see. Yeti. Yeti oh, performed Yeti. first. You saw the, oh, you went to that show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Yard Theater on Melrose. That was Yeti, that was Yeti and Weevil? 
Uh-huh. Yeti was good. Leroy was okay. Hey, there you are. Sorry, Jordan. Like, sorry, hold How are you? Oh, I smell great. Oh, thank What's you, Matt. Jordan. Malcolm Noir, how's it going? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. it was, I did. I was yeah. very impressed. I was very worried about, not worried, but just concerned about what this was going to be, how he was going to be, and I was I was happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I liked it. I thought he said, I was telling Samantha, like, um, he's, he seemed like a, a little spiritually castrated a little bit, like... He, there's so yeah. much more like he it didn't seem like he turned up the intensity of like his misanthropy or anger towards like social phenomenons it's like sort of the same amount that he's had five ten years ago which is yeah I good and fine right. I like the two openers I thought they were fucking hilarious I mean I, I know Shane Gillis from like I've seen him on like we were just talking about him, Joe, Joe Rogan and stuff oh yeah he's hilarious yeah I mean he's, he's they're all you know they're talented I've never heard of him before yeah he, he got fired from SNL Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he's only got fired for the Asian because, like, they unearthed him saying making an Asian. (laughs) Yeah, he he got hired, and then three days later, someone found him on a podcast saying, like, an Asian accent or something. That's I do that every day. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that's how I got here. Yeah. That's how we got in through the the security. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But, uh, I mean, to to what you're saying, I think with Louis, um, he's sort of just, he's accepted this concept that... because of who he is and being like an old-fashioned like Democrat, he's like accepted this concept of all new things are normal, progress. Yeah. You know, like all things are normal. There's nothing. Un- there's nothing weird about any of it. It's just I'm getting old, exactly. and so I'm gonna make fun of it. Fuck you, but I'm gonna. You know, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna call for a revolution sure. about it. Yeah. And that's I think that's what the mode he's sort of. No, yeah. There was like humor in the abject, but I feel like obviously like him being like it used to be the crystallization of being the app like the sleazy not even sleazy but like pointing into the most abject of everything at least amongst like liberal people yeah he like uh i don't know i feel like i really like the bit with like the them to like a straight guy fag niche well the, yeah that's like that right up our alley yeah, yeah. That, that was, was like amazing. that's right out of me old that's like right out of me old twitter traps yeah. <laughs> but i liked i really yeah, that was no. That was actually that was germane too, because he was making a whole thing about how the whole thing about how like if you're really talking about like how fat people are discriminated yeah. more than any racial discri- or like any gender shit is true. Yeah, that was good. That was the most. I wish he did more vo- of the voices. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah his, his like yeah, we he, just got a hint of like a vo- African voodoo. <laughs> That's there's nothing funnier than just making funny accents. Yeah. Like, Every special should have it. I yeah. just tell her, I may, literally watched Google Hunting for the first time and I said the same exact thing yeah, about that thing and writing you it. You did, you should have been up there. No. That was another great one because I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. I've always hated that movie. I like it, but it's just, it's hilarious. I just hate, I've always hated the, con- I don't know, I saw it in high school right when I was getting like my, uh, you know, like my, getting on my skis, you know, as a, as a, opinion person <laughs> so I was like oh fuck this bullshit yeah. give him a break this fucking janitor it all seems so I like it yeah no it was good to laugh for an hour well the, the big like the most comforting thing I thought about all of it is just like um, not like I wasn't even expecting 
or extreme takes are just like a comfortability and like a, like the death stuff is very comforting you know like, like this not which is not even like an extreme topic or something that is uh, you know not touchable and like right right climate. right but there is a certain absence of like a like a humility of like what a, a, a sip like a struggle that we all experience you know? yeah it's it, there is an app I agree with you. Which, like, I agree that, like, most people don't want to talk about the things that are most harrowing, and that is death. <laughs> yeah, it's not even anything that are hot-button topics, just normal day-to-day right. things that become a The data, yeah, w- right, the human exact, yeah, like, like the tranny says. I wonder if he was making uh, gender stuff in response to, like, your pals. I'm sure everything in this... It has to be, like, it's an echo chamber, you It know? sounds like it. I, t- I, I would bet you that this stuff is all, uh, he's, he's worked on this stuff pretty pretty well before it's coming out with it. I don't think it, I don't think he just like pulled it out of the because if he did pull it out mm-hmm. he would refer to the Chappelle stuff yeah. this is like this is like these are pretty well ironed out bits that he's that he's whipping I out ever in under fire for like his material truly at the end of the day but it was mostly just like his deviancy or whatever but it's sad that we you know that is his like, deviancy of wanting to jack off <laughs> women that horrible <laughs> instead, of, instead of just fucking him <laughs> Really cucking himself. That, yeah, just like but, asking uh, for consent. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I think like, I think the crazy, I think the problem is that he did it with, that, that it was like, it's like, oh no, no, it's not because he did it with women, it's because they were comedians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the most annoying women. The most, like, that's supposed to be why it was bad. Um, but no, it's sad that like everyone robbed themselves of just like a, 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 a laughter from human experience, not even like the extreme, you know. If you're that dumb, yeah. If if you were that if you're that dumb to be like I I love Louis C.K. for ten years and then read that paragraph and yeah. be like, oh, he's no, was, gross. Was, well, I mean, like, like it was, not, it was comforting. Yeah, some a lot of people just it's like it's another chapter of death, right? Yeah, yeah everyone. The way people I, die. Like I said, everyone looks like a Twitch streamer here. It's so bizarre, the crowd. I, you, yeah, you mean like twenty-four-year-old Asian? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, there's a certain vibe there. And I'm sure. So I sure. Mexicans with snapbacks. I'm sure there was actual twitching going on. Yeah, true. Because all these people are probably plotting and scheming. It's very easy to do. I mean, I had this thing on the whole time. Oh, nice. I mean, just you know, to get crouch stuff and I'm sure it'd been easy they have their eyes peeled on phones but like there's other shit you can have there's like I've got all kind of look at my I got like a five yeah, you're wires all, yeah, you're all saints I got my all saints yeah my little all saints uh, logo is a fucking uh, uh, GoPro cam it's a live feed into the bottom of uh, the cosmic pizza <laughs> the cosmic pizza <laughs> What are you going to do after this? Uh, we're going to find somewhere to eat. We're going to go to a party. You're going to a party? Yeah, I'll text you the address if you want to stop by. So, where does he Let go? me know. Yeah, back in LA. Yeah, I mean, we'll head back to it. Just... So, I know that guy since he's one of my close friends since college. Oh, yeah, I, I did shit ton. I did, I did it for like, I went through the whole thing. I did like shows and shit for like nonstop for five years. I was balls deep in that absolutely insane environment yeah did you i didn't do any of that shit but i'm just like i was a total fish out of water and they all hated me they didn't hate me but they were all just like what's that like i had nothing they got nothing i got zero warmth from any of those people ever and i didn't and i was like you know i was very uh i didn't um i didn't tip my hand at all I was like I, I took it as a 
as a like a concentration camp experience where you learn to just completely no to just like completely pass in an environment where literally I mean first of all they're like most of them are like 24 and complete and they're all theater kids yeah and then and then this stuff all started spreading virally I mean the worst thing is that I was hoping that they would just be theater kids and we'd be learning theater but really? like but then I mean learning you know but then it's like everything just sort of popped off with Trump and it became an exceeding it became like a like this avalanche of retardation and I was uh, apprehensive when he started talking about it but it was hilarious and he's right everything who who Shane Shane yeah well he's right but also like I was saying like it's he literally just took got 10 minutes of laughs out of repeating Trump jokes. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's what I was saying. It's apprehensive. It's like interesting to see someone approach that. All right. For Louis, we would probably talk about it, but I'm glad he didn't. Also, we got kind of drunk at the Century City Mall before we came here, and I straight up pissed into a, the Cinnabon iced coffee cup. Uh-huh. I, I pissed all over myself. I reeked the piss the whole time sitting. Some would be happy to hear this. <laughs> I'm not a piss pig, but what I know bit, some who would be happy. A certain bit, any of the bits stand out to you? Uh, and Louis did. Yeah. I loved the. I love. Um, I mean, the ones you mentioned. I liked the. Uh, I liked the, the end. I liked this closing closing bit. I like. Yeah, I like the faggy straight guy. You know, that's that's right up. Really. I mean, if you were TikTok to add into TikTok, do that really struck That that was good. The early pedophile stuff was more. I was like, I was slotting into this category now that this pattern of like yeah. safe pedophile humor. Yeah, uh, so it is. It's like it's like Reddit humor almost. Now. Yeah. So that was like that was my least. That was like I was not into into that so much, but everything from that on point on was pretty pretty good. Nice. You know, I thought give or take. Wait, the, you just met Anna the night before we all had dinner. I uh, I mean yeah, but I'd been chatting with her for like months. Isn't she? Uh, the, She's the, the best. best person on planet I know. I've, I mean, I've been, I've been Sweet, gaga about kind, her. Yeah. Empathetic, still funny, always on. Best, best person. Right. And that's, I mean, I'm sure. She's also hot. Yeah, but it's uh, gorgeous. But it's a, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen with anybody that has any sort of presence whatsoever, internet or real life. Yeah, and she's like three years into being uh, kind of famous. Yeah. No, she was great. They, we had a great time and. Uh, yeah, you guys went. To, you had fun with Leia too the night before. The night before, and then, and then we went out. Uh, we got some another more Armenian food on before they, the day before they left uh, at Carousel. Yeah, the Carousel's the one. I was at Eurustic last night. Where were you? I was at Eurustic last night. Oh, Eurustic. Oh yeah. Did you? Were their wings just as good yeah, last night? I don't remember what the fuck I was last night. I'm losing my memory, just like he he referred to in the in the special. I can't even like. I'm blank. Where was I? I was at home. That's where I was. Okay. Well, we're gonna head out of here. Okay. Great to see you. I'll let you know if you guys want to come. Yeah, I mean, if you, if it's appropriate for oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Samantha. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll just yeah. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good night. Good night. <sighs> yeah. Nice. Very rich and like. This one right I shouldn't here? have said her name, but. Yeah. All right, so what's the plan for food right now? I'm letting you guys decide the place. There's also this place, Bobos, which is Bo- nine minute walk. Bobos or Padres? I pa- Padres looked a little bit further. Bobos is a ten minute walk. 
and it closes the only problem is it closes at 11 but it's like tapas is there anything that closes it's four and a half stars let's call and ask it I mean places are closed gonna close how much later are they gonna close I can eat Carl's Jr. right now I don't give a fuck 10-11 we have time they're not gonna like shoot us out I'm just gonna make sure we can even get a table table. Huh? Not really. Sit for food. Would that work? Can we can we put our names down right now over the phone? Okay, see you soon. Thank you. Should we make it across the street? So it's like, they, like said, it. they said 15 minute wait, and last call's at 10.45, so we'd really have like no time. Other than just to order, we wouldn't be able to like, yeah. We wouldn't be able to like kibitz. Um, yeah. You know, the th- funny thing about Long Beach is that I'm just thinking about it now. It's like, it's always had a certain romantic uh, kind of place in my mind because I would come as a kid and I remember certain like arches and certain shit, I guess around the Queen Mary. But then it's also like dumpy ass fucking Snoop Dogg neighborhood. I don't, I don't know how to, what to make of it. It's huge. It's huge. The largest suburb in America. It's 500,000 people. It's maybe like 600,000 people now. Actually. It's considered a suburb? I mean, it's its own it's, fucking... It's considered yeah. a suburb of LA. I guess it is. It is. It, it, it is. the most diverse large city in America. And you have, like... You have definite... Like, it's big, so it's like you have... It's huge. Seven different neighborhoods that are very different. Not very different, but, like, you have downtown. You have, like, the, the gay, bougie coast. And, like, where 2nd Street is... That's considered gay, or is it's it just a gay? Gay community, like gay friendly. Oh, oh it's really? Like historically, been a gay community. I didn't uh, know that. There uh, were certain friends there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have like West Long Beach, North like Northwest Long Beach, which is like the hood. Right. You know, you have Bixby Knolls, like of like literal mansions, like a whole neighborhood of like mansions. I think I've seen some of those. Uh, so we have I feel like really, a lot of really nice areas, and then you have. You know, I've gotten a flavor of all these all these things, and but there's also a way that like it feels like people who live in Long Beach are still Long Beach people. They're not they're not just a part. You know, in LA, it's like if you live in Brentwood, if you live in you're you're, you're in LA. Ultimately, no, no, you're. It's this is a it's your whole. It's like a whole. This different city. It's a right? whole different city. Yeah, and it's actually one of the. It has its own newspaper. Good, it's got a it's very well run. Comparatively to LA, great schools can't get worse. And yeah, then, and then and then you have like a whole like there's I think a, a city pride that like oh we recognize that we're all these neighborhoods and like that are, like if you go to like milk like um, Long Beach Poly is like 
in the hood, but it's a great school. It's yeah, it's it's a, it produces a lot of players and shit. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a great athletics, and it has also like like a super like super high academic track you can be in called like Poly Pace. That is like you know kids go to like Ivy Leagues and shit out of that. Yeah, it's a school that has like forty five hundred students. I mean, and I think if you if you send your kids there, it's like you're sending your kid to a school where you know it's like there's gonna be like scary black guys. Then there's gonna be, uh, you know, like very smart Asians. <laughs> you have both of those. Yeah, things. I don't know if those adjectives were necessary, but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then you'd like, be, but you're proud of that. But you're like, hell yeah, my kid is gonna have all that. I mean, honestly, it sounds like a great. Yeah, it's like if I were, if I could, if I could, uh, like, right here. Yeah. Astroturf a ideal high school to send my imaginary kids that I can't have because of biology. You can have kids. But like. It would be that, which you exactly do what you described, because that's what I had. That's what you had. That's what I had, and and I felt like that was, and I, as you know, love high school. And you, and you relish, I mean, and I totally relish it from that kind of like emerging diversity and all that shit. Like in the I don't even, I don't even want to, yeah, I don't even want to spoil it with the ID word because it's become such a fake thing. But like, but if you scale, if you if you unwind all the bullshit attached to diversity and you look at what it actually is. In that case, which is like, oh, true diversity. You yeah. have a bunch of different kinds of people, and everyone, and like, and everyone accepts. It's like a, there's a coexistence. Da, 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 there is it's a co- real. There is a chance. Ultimately, the main thing is it has to be real, which it is, which it was. Uh, and there's a chance that there's a chance you have a chance also to somehow be a part of all of it. That's the key to me. Like that I had luckily because of because of sports ultimately like I was I had a I had a foot in in several different pods mainly because of sports not several but just mainly like I don't know I would say like three different pods well, and wouldn't it be dope to be like in a class and you're funny and then like you're making jokes with like a kid who's going to be a D1 recruit and it, you know, like if I mean, if the problem is that they don't end up in the same classes, even in those environments, I fear because like you're an AP, but the kid, yeah, I mean, if they, if he's a if he's a if he is a if he's a good student, he's gonna be there. But like, or what if you're not? You're just in that class. I mean, there's 4,500 kids. True, true. There's so much overlap, and there's so many little subgroups, obviously. But like, and this is this is like the mini San Diego gas lamp area. It does have like San Diego. It has that San Diego gas lamp vibe. Watch out, watch out, watch out. You can't assume. You can't assume that you're gonna. That looks like one of those ratchet places. Uh, as like, just like in Gaslamp, right? In Seville, that's where we're supposed to go. I feel like I'm, I'm, this is like fucking deja vu right now. You've been to Seville before? What's the story? We're trying to find it in San Diego. Oh, really? We're trying to fucking find it in exactly the Gaslamp. It's the same No, we never found it. The same. Here it is. They moved. They moved. Fuck. This is great. I love it. Google Maps hasn't worked in the past year or two. Really? Yeah, just at all. Like your GPS on it is black? 
it's like you go to the place where it's supposed to be and it's yeah, not there. They're just, they're just places closing down, changing their hours, not updating Google or whatever, and Google's just misleading the fuck out of you. Alright, let's try. Right out there. Okay, no problem. We are at about like a 20 minute wait for upstairs, and our last call is at 10:45. That, how does that math work? We 20 minute wait for upstairs? Yes. It's actually probably gonna be around 30, 40. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it was 15. We huh? just called five minutes ago that we're coming in. All right, how about down here? Can we eat here? We close dining down here at 10. I see. Is it gonna be like? If we ask again, is it going to be like an hour and a half wait? No, it's just got like a 20 minute, like in the last 20 minutes, we just got a rush of people all for upstairs. Is there anywhere you are? Let's just, I mean, let's burn any down the floor. Okay. Suggest? All right, yeah, okay. Um, Sevilla, I know, is super popular. There's Alegria right across the street. Um, otherwise, this is like the main all right. scene right here. Um, otherwise, I would go down to Shoreline. Shoreline Village. Shoreline Village? Yeah, it's um, like literally if you take Pine all the way down, and they, there's a little village area right over here, and they've got like Hooters. They've got a place, but if you turn. They got left, Hooters? They have the original Hooters, Hooters, right? Over there. Is that the original Hooters? I know, I don't believe so. Okay. But uh, And then there's Shoreline Village right over there, and they've got a bunch of bars. They've got Yard House, okay. um, Tequila Jacks, and like okay. little clubs there, and they're open. All right. That's the next place I would go. Okay. I'll put in my number, 310. Okay, just give me one second. For three, right? Shot. Yeah, for three. No? Okay, never mind, never mind. Sure? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. Okay, thank you, though. He's gonna go get candy from 7-Eleven. Of course he's gonna get candy from 7-Eleven. They don't even have, they're not even, like, putting on a good show here, though, with these taquitos at 7-Eleven. They used to have, oh, there's a three, there are three hot dogs that look like truly nursing home hot dogs. <laughs> that are like, they look, they look like Slim Jims at this point. No hot dogs for you? That, they no don't, they don't you? look tempting, dude. They just don't look tempting. How old is that buffalo chicken roller? How old is it? Pretty old? Like Barely legal. Ten, what? 15 minutes up. Yeah, hell yeah, let's eat that. What are you talking about? Just one, just one. All right, let's do it. Only one crazy person. I'm not going down this road, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not going down this road. Was that all buffalo chicken hot dog? I can't eat the other one. I can't eat cheese. I can't eat cheese. And we want the cheese. Don't do it. But it's really sad. I, I've been thinking of how sad it is for, like, young. Always has been. At least, like, since we grew up be like a, a teenage guy straight especially it would be sad if you're wrapped up in the bullshit but I well, like well how can you not be you're horny you're so horny how can you not obsess over being horny and like and there's just no avenue unless you're truly blessed okay but look at all these look at these look at where we're at 
This is like where most men in America live in a place like this, where it's like, what if there's some? Are you saying like the culture is against them? I'm saying that well, a the culture is against them, but it's not B, here. Okay, well, good. But I mean, it's just just in general. Forget the culture. I just mean like, forget any kind of an agenda. Uh-huh. It's just like being. It's it, it's it's human nature in this civilization is against them because girls a have. They can choose anyone they want. They've got phones now, so they can literally find anyone they want anywhere. They're not stuck to their classmate. So now you've got 16-year-old booger eater, horny as fuck, competing with 36-year-olds. Like, how is that? How is that supposed to work out? It's like there's no. They have no chance. I mean, yeah, you know you, what I mean? But that means it's great for us 36-year-olds. Wow, well, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But not necessarily, because you're still competing with a 56-year-old. Yeah, with, well, sugar I'm, da- I'm, with sugar daddy money. I'm, con- I'm competing with a, a 19-year-old. You're competing with 19-year-olds sometimes. You're competing with women. Remember we had that observation in Lisbon, where all these, like, 16, 17-year-olds are just out yeah. after midnight and just fucking around with life. Mm-hmm. Must be well. That's again another environment where it seems like, like the uh, like the like the old blues guy used to say, even a blind dog will find a bone. And like in those, if you're 16 in those cities, I just feel like everyone, every one of the, every single 16 year old in Europe, male, has gotten laid a lot. I just feel like because it just happens. But they're out. They're out. They're in the environment to do it, and they're not hung up about it. They're just not hung up about it. It's not like this huge drama. I gotta say, I was hanging out with, like, younger people, and they weren't on their phones. And a lot of them, they didn't even, like... Another good point. Almost almost none of them had phones that worked. (laughs) They were all like, oh, I have no data. They were all just... And they were totally wingy. Like, they didn't, like... They were constantly using my battery. Like, oh my god, you have a battery? I, I do think, yeah. <laughs> I do think, I do think that I do think that young people just don't do bad, good battery math, and so they're always like half the time they they have no phone that works. They'll just like show they'll they'll and be they're the, fucked, and they all they do is like, all right, well, I guess we'll just we'll roll a cigarette over here. Exactly, and they're just like they don't know what to do. Young people are all right. It's we're approaching the original Hooters, and I love how they all they're all like an hour wait, even though. Half the tables are unoccupied and have no, got no fucking chance of being occupied. All right, if we can find room at the bar. Are you still serving food? Can we order food at the bar? Okay. All right. Is this the original Hooters of all time? Is this like the? Is this the original Hooters? Do you know if this is the original very first? It's not. Okay. You know, certain it's not. No, because it used to be at that Nike store like 10 years ago or something oh, like that. Yeah. So it's not even the, the original Hooters yeah. at this location. But I'm really, I'm so upset because somebody told me it's the original Hooters. Somebody told me it's the original. No, they lied to you. I feel very really lied to. They lied. They lied. All right, so I guess we got to we gotta go look for a bar spot. Or let's put it, let me put my name in. We're gonna look and see if we find a spot.
I know several dudes that have like got numbers from the Hooters girl and then hooked up with her. Dated, uh, RJ took a took like girls they met places at Hooters. Took her, I think they're like, it's like winter formal. They dressed up in like total sluts. Wake up for like a super like sexy dresses. Like. What's the actual menu? Here, that's why. I'm fucking putting this, that's why. That's why it's taking me to this stupid, like, contest. Is smoked wings better or roasted? Say that again? Smoked or roasted wings? I don't know these options. Smoked is breaded. Bre you can get a version without breaded. They used to call it naked. Which is what I would I would get that. So it's like, naked without... Is here. You don't have it? Right here. Naked wings. So what's the happy owl? The munchies. They have both nuclear and three mile island. Um I think I would just get hot. But we're saying they have oh. nuclear and three mile island. So it's like the same thing, but like different titles. This is in the melted. Yeah. The meltdown. Meltdown, yeah. Nuclear meltdown. And then on the super mild side they should have Gen 4 nuclear. And then they have the platters. But wait a minute, what's what falls under Night Owl Munchies is my question. It's in this top square, I think. Oh, I got it, I got it. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right, you're right. The gradient is kind of hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, it's the top two things. It's appetizers and the drinks. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, definitely get the fried pickles. Get the cheese sticks, what the fuck? I will eat it, but don't let me stop you. Oh yeah, you can't eat cheese sticks. But I think between Armin and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the cheese sticks? Cheese, they're in the night owl. Cheese sticks. That's why I'm saying. Here's about this buffalo chicken dip. Mozzarella sticks seems like. Probably no fried for me. Oh, no fried for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'll probably get the naked chicken wings. Like a side of cold Naked. Spot. I can get like 10 pieces that we can share. You can get burgers too. I might just get these sliders. I'll get wings. The wings aren't bad, actually. How many wings are you gonna get? Okay. You wanna do like a twenty? Let's just do a big. Let's just do a thing. Yeah. Let's do a big ass wing. Yeah. Let's do a big ass wing. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you guys want to get, I'll get six or I'll get ten, you guys can get No, I'll get some additional one. things. Those are small. No, that, that, that's not... No, I'm saying unless you want a different kind of wing. Huh? A different unless kind? A different kind of wing. I don't. I mean, as long as we're all good with the right spicy level. How spicy do you want? I just like hot. Is that too spicy? That's the question. I might be more like a medium. You're like, I will hurt medium. Yeah, medium. Yeah, maybe we can do half and half. I'm sure you can. Yeah. So let's just do half medium, half hot. Hotter than hot, for sure, no. So. So 
20 wings. And then I'll get some, yeah, I'll get it's some. 20 or 50. I think, I think 20 is good. Unless that's the only thing we're eating. 50 is a lot. That, that means we're doing 17 each. Yeah, no, it's not happening. I can it's tell the you. the only thing we're eating. If that's the only thing we're eating, yes. I'm gonna have some fried pickles, and then if we do 20 between the three of us, I'll have a slider. Yeah, and I'll get something too. But will it be enough? Because what are you gonna do? The wings plus the salad toast stuff. Well, for all, that'll be enough? That'll be enough. 20 between the three of us? I think I'll do like a, a burger if I don't find a salad. Oh, there is salad. Okay, let me see. Alright. I think I'll do a burger and like casserole side salad. Are we ready to order? Yeah. Yes. Quick question. Oh, okay, I see it. I, question answered. Uh, can we start with uh, the fried pickles and the mozzarella? Do you want to do mozzarella sticks? That'll be, yeah, let's do the cheese sticks as well. Cheese sticks. Uh, and then, are we, do we know what we're doing wings-wise? Okay, so can we do 20 naked wings, half medium, half hot? Ranch. Unless you also want blue cheese. I don't want either. Blue, uh, ranch, lots of ranch. Actually, with the with the medium, we actually can make it mild. I do. Medium, mild or buttery. Okay, medium, medium, fine. Unless you want mild. No, medium. Convince me. I'm convinced. Uh, and then what else? Um, and then I'll do. Uh, I'll do the fried pickles. Yeah, fried pickles. Yeah, yeah. Fried pickles. Yeah, yeah. Fried pickles. Yeah, yeah. Fried pickles. Yeah, yeah. Fried pickles. Are they good? The sliders? Sliders. No cheese, please. Caesar, maybe. Uh, Pickles and mustard, okay? Say what? Pickles and mustard. Yeah. Let's add a chicken Caesar. No croutons. No, with the yes, the sauce and then chicken Caesar salad. No croutons. Girls are fine. What's buffalo chicken dip? What is that? It's chips in a dip. What's, what's the dip? Chip. Um, the dip is like chicken, buffalo. I believe buffalo sauce. It's like, it's like artichoke dip, but with buffalo chicken. Yeah. Oh. It's good, I like it. But some people don't like it. Better than sliders? Alright. Um, Alright, I'm gonna do... I'm gonna do a burger. Let me do... Let me do the Western barbecue burger, uh, but lettuce wrap. Have lettuce, okay, that's fine. Just, just like no bun then. No bun? Yeah. And and then I'll do as my side a side salad. We're getting a Caesar already, right? So I'll do a garden salad with ranch. No croutons again. Anything else for you guys? I think that's good. I think that's good, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Unless you want something to drink.
That can be decided at any time. Yeah. La 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 la. So what does it take for a girl to be to decide to work at a Hooters? To decide what? Like what is it is required of a girl to decide to work at Hooters? Um like I've never, heard of, never heard of that never heard of that creature called the Rape Angel. The what? The Rape Angel? Oh, ever heard of the what? The Rape Angel? What did you say before that? I said the creature. That creature, creature known no. as the Rape Angel. No, I am. The one that makes hot girls actually like fucking. And the one that you would hope is, is like hovering upon the woman you're about to hit on if she's hot at a bar. Rape Yeah, because the only chance that they have of being into into actual human sex as if they were molested or something. Ah. You don't think girls can be just horny and then be open about it? Nah, they can I mean, if they're drunk, yes. If it's a very unique, like, specific situation, yes. But in general, you've got a lot of hurdles. Don't you? You deal with people. They hit on you, you hit on them. How horny are people of your age or younger right now who are women? Girls. Girls. I guess the girls that I know, which are mostly like Armenian, like Armenian high school or like from college that I know, they're kind of, they just want to get married. Honestly, they're, they're trying to get books already. Like, so yeah, there is. See, we grew up in a different fucking because I don't think there was a there was like a. I mean, but you're talking about Armenia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a different subset. I do wonder if the marriage idea. I feel like it's made a big comeback in the sense of actual 18, 19, 20 year olds thinking in terms of marriage, even if it's a ridiculous Disney princess kind of idea, which it usually is, because they're 18 and not 19. I do feel like that's the, they're thinking of that Disney idea, they're not thinking of the MTV spring break having sex idea, which is what we grew up with, if I remember correctly. It's definitely got more child. It's way more childish. It's not actually more adult. Like they're princesses trying to. Like, yeah. It would be good if it's adult. If it was like they actually want to get married and be adults, but that's not what it is. No. What else? How many songs in a row are they going to play that are going to be Latino songs? Oh, these Ranchero songs? 85%. They weren't, right? It wasn't when we walked in, right? I just saw the fucking, I looked up, I saw the fucking fight. I literally, 
I said, you know, I'm going to be able to watch this highlight, this game that I don't care about, without seeing the UCLA score. Well, well it flashed right in my fucking eyes. Yeah. UCLA won. Good. That's good. Yeah, that's doing, a good point. Are, are we doing well? Well, this is a big one, actually. Uh, it was we were starting to look like we might, well, the wheels might come off. But this one gives you probably gives a second win to the season. What? What? Uh, what were we playing? At Washington. At Washington. Yeah. That's why. It's, and then there's a huge game next week with Oregon at home. Oregon's the best team in the conference, which is like that's going to be the marquee game. But they really have to win this one for that to even seem plausible. You know? Yeah. 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 Alright, well at least now I can watch the fucking highlights. Would you watch the whole game? I would, I mean, I would, I would, with a remote, you know, moving through the slow parts. Yeah. I would, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Pretending as it's, as it's live. I do, I can't. Oh, okay. Is that? I love it. Nice. I, love I, it. I can't remember the last time I've been in a Hooters, but it has to have been. It's gotta be like 15 years. Like, I feel like it's 15 years. Like, because there was one in Santa Monica we would go to some like college somewhat regularly at least that, that can shut down mom I shut down years ago remember uh, Nadal remember my, you know my roommate with the long hair my dad is a like world class like maybe ranked number three Street Fighter 2 player in the world okay. and he was like 30 something years old and I don't know if they were fucking, but there was this girl that was like 19, that was like a sophomore, maybe a freshman or a sophomore, that would like spend the night always. And I knew her too. And she worked at that Santa Monica Hooters. She was very cute. Uh, she was at UCLA. She was working there. But imagine how good it is for your life to be in college and to know that you're dating a Hooters waitress. And it's all very dating a Hooters waitress, and it's justified because she works. She goes to school with you. That's and you're thirty something years old, and you're doing your and he's fucking doing his like undergrad because he's like you know. There was, so, there was several of these guys, and a couple of them I knew pretty well. One I was in community college with, he transferred with me. He's like thirty something, balding, like Mexican dude, and he was like within weeks fucking a nineteen year old. Like it was his girlfriend or whatever, and we're like back then I was like, oh, that's kind of weird or old as fuck. And we all knew how old he was, but like now thinking about it, I'm like, wow, bro, it's like not only are you like the first in your family to go to college and you're whatever, and you did it the anyway, latest, and later than your yeah, your other relatives live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then also you're fucking doing this Rodney Dangerfield shit, fucking nineteen uh, year olds. Yeah. Just a total win for you all, all the way around. I mean, I guess so. Damn, I would have a problem. I 
I have nightmares where I'm like back in high school, but I'm my age because some like not my age literally, but like later. Like I there's something I had to make up a class that on the transcript, and I'm like 24 uh, or 20, or just like the next year after I graduated. Some nightmare of back to high school, and as much as I love high school, the you know the notion of being like yanked back to the past because I disappointed or I failed at something is just so so horrifying for me that okay, well, remove that what if you're just like you know what you know now but you're fucking 17 and you're senior year of high school like Fiki Friday if it's a Fiki Friday situation yeah although there isn't much I'd be able to do because I knew what I knew now I would then also know that I'm into dudes before I knew that I was into dudes I wouldn't be able to take advantage of this at all I mean yeah, unless I, why wouldn't you be able to take advantage I guess you're right I could but it's because at the time in my high school memories that was not a desire so like my desire was to fuck chicks so it makes me like okay I can like rewind the clock to where just I'm basically 17 again but my life would be radically different What's that? You can find some pedophiles. Yeah, who, who are into these tiny little 17-year-old babies? I'm trying to find plenty of people, but I'm just saying that what I can't do is put myself in my shoes, in my mind. Because those shoes were filled by a guy who was into, you know, a very specific and narrow number of chicks. So, I just struggle to be like, I don't know what, I don't know what liberated gay, filthy Armenian would have been like, I'd be a totally different person. Because my entire personality was defined by there is absolutely no hope for me to consummate a romantic relationship in a way. Then. Then, yeah. But that's, that's how I am the way I am, right? Like, it's, it, it would be insane for me to go back and think of me like... This is gentlemen. Great, thank you. I thought it was like on the of the house. What is this? What is this? Yeah, salad. Which one is which? Oh, that's my well, which wings is which? Is the question. I think that's the hotter one. It looks darker. Yep. That's the hotter one. It's hot? Hotter, yeah. Uh, can you pass the... Lights? Oh. You want to sit in the middle? I'm fine where I am. I like being able to look at you guys on hang. I 
like how the Futon's request is always just never listen. Alright, is it there? Yeah, I guess. Oh no, it's chicken. Never mind. You're right. I thought the chicken is Futon's. Alright, it's out. Oh, thank you. That's a pretty good pickle dipping sauce over there. That's not good. Not bad at the pickle dipping. I'm really gonna need some napkins. So you did like, so you would, there was certain shapes you were, you thought were hot. Oh yeah. Totally and you wanted to fuck them. Yeah, 100%. I was literally to the point where I was able to... Can we get some napkins, please? And, and knives. I need a knife. To the point where one of them, I would literally just jack off to her picture the yearbook. I was literally, the one that I most wanted to fuck. So the half white fish. Yeah. You know the one. Um, the Do you get those feelings now? Do you get those feelings now? Or you think because like you're not the kind of satisfied? You always had a boyfriend. You always had a boyfriend. And like the, the period where she didn't have a boyfriend, I did, I was too pussy to make a move. Also. She was like a few level down from like, I mean, it would have been like an upstairs, downstairs relationship to the degree that she was in one of my science classes, but she was like not in, she didn't take AP classes and stuff. She was like a whole layer down academically. So there was that, but that made it hotter to me. She was a simpler person than still have contact kind of with her or access to her? Um, I think on Facebook, but the crazy thing with her is that like whatever, senior year of high school or even actually a year or two after, I'm sorry, something like after like graduating college and I, I kept in touch with her on the first year of college, but then not at all. And I didn't even think about her for a while. And then sometime when I'm 21, 22, 22 or 23, I have a dream in which she appears. Like it's a dream where I'm in a like a submarine cruise ship type of thing. I see a lot of people from high school, but I see her respectfully. Like, oh, it's the first time I've thought of her in a while. 
the next day she calls me out of the blue. And just, just to see what's up. Like, that's the part of the craziest thing yeah. up. Huh? Either up or you just I did, I did. But it was so crazy that I did, yeah. At this point, she was like, already like, I think she may have been married already. Wow. Or she was close, engaged. With the guy from high school. That she, her latest boyfriend. Who I always like. Russell fellow. I think Saudi Arabia. Yeah, some, yeah. I mean, like, his mannerisms were... Kind of like he was like a chill black Muslim guy, but he was like I, I'm pretty sure he was. I mean, he was a mirror, and he was like from Saudi Arabia or something, something. It's not obvious. Not a black American. No. Like he was like, or at least half, you know, some Jordan, something. Like not like you're not Persian. It's always super chill. I love him. Like as a person, and by that point I already missed the book. Like it was two years earlier, it was tenth grade, but I really missed that. I had to say class, so that would have been the time she had a boyfriend. Or whatever, even then, they're not. They're total cucks. They're like, girl. If the girls that pick at that age, then guys can kind of go along with it. Yeah. But that's the case for many years. I know many men who are maybe even married now, who just have no game, and they're just with the chick that picked them. They didn't have much say in the matter. And they're grateful. And they're grateful, totally. They couldn't be happier. Yeah. God forbid they should ever have to compete. Like, you know, for another championship. Right, right. They never had to compete the first time. They kind of rubbed into it. They were trapped by us. They're pretty good. They're not. They're not that spicy. Yeah, these weren't that. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
It, it should have jeans, but some of your opinions will never understand. Actually, I take that back because some of them do understand. I think it's theory. But like, America is the only country where you can actively enjoy bad food because it's bad in a unique way. Like, it's not bad. Here's all it's not. It's greasy and tasty. But even if it's so-called bad, if it reminds you of like a nostalgic experience. You know, you really get a lot of joy out of like low end shit. Oh yeah. I mean, not talking, I'm not talking about fast food. That's so good. Talking about exactly who it is. Like a Down syndrome kid can make a better burger than this, but I don't care. I feel like that's because we're more conscious of what good and bad food is versus the Europeans. I mean, there's plenty of European countries that can terrible food. Oh, of course. Germany is not a good food country. Generally, in like the Western European countries, there is a drive to like go to you know eat good food. When you're gonna go out, you're gonna go even if you're just having kebabs at night. What's the good kebab place? Uh, the idea of deliberately eating you know shitty food. That's just quote unquote. But because there's a unique sort of pleasure attached to it based on your past, I don't think that, that's a very strong one. Let's go to the good place, have their little oysters. Or whatever. Hell yeah. Really, truly an eclectic uh, music situation here. Yeah. Anytime you go from Ranchero to Country Music FM, like. I wish Country Music was so good. I'm sure there is real shit to be made. I'm just like, I wish the. I wish they country music stations. Miller Blade and maybe uh Sony. I just saw it. Girl 
have an image of like Hooters like waitresses with rolling pins. I know where it comes from. Maybe from uh. What's that movie? That movie's like a fictionalized version. A magical movie. I'm thinking of, uh... Burke Diggler. What's that movie? Who's Bigelow? No. Mark Wahlberg, Burt Reynolds, that porn... What's that? Oh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah, there's definitely something like that. There's there. there's that one... There's Heather Graham's character who's, like, on rollerblades, and she looks like she's wearing, like, a that's true. And she oh, likes the Christmas one? Audrey. The Christmas movie? No. That's the movie about the porn star. The porn star dude with the big dick. It's a new, yeah, it's like set in the 80s of LA. He has a new movie coming out. Oh, that's exciting. What's it called? It's called, uh... Something pizza. Think about you all Right, people. Right? On the fucking plane, they were like, they were like, you have to put your mask on between sips. Have they said that? What? Between sips? Yeah, they did say that. And they literally yelled at me. I'm holding the coffee in my hand. Like, put your mask on between sips. I'm like, are you. And you see that uh, a Norwegian airline said they're not going to require masks anymore. I don't know what, but, but fucking Norway is like railblazers. What what country was it that was like originally like? And we're not gonna lock down. Sweden, right? Sweden, yeah. Sweden and Norway have been way more civilized than anyone else, pretty much. On the, on the, on the big scale. Very impressive work by them. The masks on the plane thing has to stop. It's horrible. It's torture. I got yelled at, and I was writing. I mean, I got yelled at too, and we're told they're going to write a warning. It's like I, on an 11-hour flight. I got yelled at on like every flight I was on. They actually wake you up, and they're like, yeah, they wake. It's 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 so insane. I feel horrible for like people with regular eight jobs and places like this. Gotta work eight hours, twelve hours, if they're doing a twelve-hour shift. That's fucking torture. Well, these girls are clearly not wearing them. Right. They're on their chin. Yeah, they're, just, they're using them as like sexual, like, they're using them as like 40 little yeah. uh, mouth panties. 
have some influences, then when you're talking to them, they take it out. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's the only part where you have to have it on. There's literally no justification. I I, it, I like this, I like this a lot. You didn't like the, the Tim Dillon, but I laughed way harder than the Tim Dillon thing. I I can't I can't figure that shit out. Like I, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's not the same when you're listening to a recording. But I was like, I I couldn't find a single. I thought maybe there was one thing in there that was like, okay, I could have seen myself laughing at that in in, in intimately. I'm curious what the hell it was. So much damage. It's, it's energy. It's like he's right. He's, the, he's you know the Chris Farley. Right. He right. comes out. He's fat. And he's like screaming and he's right. It's the bells and whistles. But it's, also, it's it was your performance. First, it was also your first. Well, it was also a club. So you're in a smaller. Even though that's a pretty big fucking club. That's a pretty, that's a big ass club. I mean, not as big as we saw today. Yeah, but we're like in a yeah. That, there's a lot of factors there. But in terms of hitting on the subject matter in a way, like. Louis did a whole 9/11 thing too. Yeah, he did do he did do a 9/11 thing. Yeah, you see that popping up a lot, the 9/11 thing. But that, but it, this was very good. I think it's better than his other his previous pandemic. one. Yeah, I think it was better than the I mean, pandemic one. But was there another? Is, is I has there, no, has he was wrong. One in between? No, yeah. Um, but like, but yeah, I I don't I don't remember that one with enough specificity to be like to be able to side by side it. All I remembered about that to me, they felt very similar in the sense that they were. If you didn't know any, if like, if you didn't know any better, if you didn't know that anything happened to him, and you just listened to the material, you'd be like, oh, you know, Louis is keeping this shit down. He's still funny. He's still putting out, amazingly, he's putting out funny specials on a near annual basis. You know, he had, he, there was a bit of, there was a few that when he was like putting out two, three in a year, that's kind of got a little bit excessive because you were, some of them were clearly not. The real deal, you he know. Out two, three in a year. Well, no, but he brought out that. Remember, he put out that comedy store special, which is basically just him working out material, and it wasn't. It wasn't a good special. That was a Netflix one, wasn't it? I think it was a Netflix one. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. That one was not good. But then his final one under the limelight, the HBO one, was very good. And I was like, okay, this is you know, back to business. But that was the one we saw. Yeah. Was that 2017. Yeah, 2017. And everything. You know what's funny was that. I remember thinking it was so good when we saw it in person, and then when I watched it uh, as a special, I thought it was less funny. It was less funny. Well, it would be because you'd think, seen it already. And I think, but a big part of it also was like the. It sounded like the audience was pretty distant from him. Like it didn't sound like the laughs weren't as strong, and how that plays such a huge factor. Like, yeah, I'm cued by how much I'm hearing audience laughter in this thing. That's a good point. And which is which in is, this room where which, we were just in, it was like. You know, it was rip roaring. It was, la- and like sometimes too much, obviously. Well, which is it, always annoying. And it's it's extra it's extra impressive when it's rip roaring though. Sometimes in a, in a giant theater because this is really big. Like, 
you really have to get everyone. You know, like you have to get a lot of people. I feel like in a stand-up club, in a tight club, the good thing about it is if half the people are laughing loudly, that's the whole room, kind of. Like, uh, where... Lady weeping in the street. You know, like, like, less, like in the street, more into a corner. Into a corner of a building that it's, it's almost as if that corner was made just for her to weep in. <laughs> it looks unoccupied for sure, yeah. It looks like a shelled out, like, Beirut war building. But I think we, you really nailed it in the head with the... About the 